Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlife. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. Welcome to the show. Lauren Grace here and I am the host of the Afterlight podcast and want to thank you so much for joining me today for another solo episode. I am particularly looking forward to this episode I must say because I feel like there have been a lot of things that have happened lately that I really wanted to share with you. I was going to include some of them in my newsletter and then I thought to myself you know I knew I was doing this episode today so I've saved a lot of this goodness for you to uh, share with you on the show today. So what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was about a recent weather um, event that happened up here in North Queensland where I live in Australia and we had a huge cyclone so I'm going to be talking about that. I'm also going to be talking about the importance of honoring where you are I'm going to be talking about some lessons that I've learned from a physio. (laughs) We're going to be going over the thoughts and ideas of timing is everything and what that means, that nobody is perfect. And then I also wanted to wrap this particular episode with setting goals and intentions for 2024. And I always do aim to have, you know, evergreen episodes. So evergreen being that they are time sensitive, that they really are uh, allowing you to listen to them at any time in the future. Uh, But for that part of the episode, if I don't mention it, it's just always important to remember that you can reevaluate and set new goals for yourself at any time. And in fact, I feel that sometimes we don't actually lead our lives with enough intention, that sometimes we go through the motions, we get in the cycles of doing things that we forget that we're actually the driver of our own life. And that when we can take a moment to sit and reflect and think about what's working or what's not working for our business, for our lives and our family systems, you know, whatever the case may be, that allows us to look at how we can do things differently and sometimes even better. So we're going to be going over all of those things. Now, one thing I do want to say is that I do spend a lot of time crafting newsletters and I send them out every two weeks. I also let my newsletter uh, list know about upcoming episodes, podcast episodes on the day that they launch. So if you're interested in being on my newsletter list, I have a link to my website in the show notes. Please do register. I would love to keep in touch with you. I also have different freebies that you can you can have, depending on when you're listening, the freebies will be different because I change them out quite regularly. So have a little bit of a look. but. You know, one of the things that I know is really valuable is time. And if you haven't already listened to me before, I do focus a lot on time and using our time wisely and understanding that the present moment is where our power exists and all that kind of stuff. And I have a time management program that I have called the Enlightened Efficiency Program, which is amazing, which is really all about doubling your productivity so you can lead the best life that you want. And I'm there supporting you and encouraging you every step of the way. And Where I'm going with all of this is that the newsletters that I write really do come from a place of love and light. They are meant to help you to look at your spiritual journey, your 
business life, you know, all those sort of things. I've got a different kind of element for each newsletter or each, each section of the newsletter has a different feature part. And I also have a card for you, like a weekly card pick. So that's all in free. It's all free. It's all free. And I just spend so long on it that I really want to make sure that if that's something that interests you, that you know about it and that you can, you know, take advantage of, of all of that content in there. Okay, so let's get to it. We have a lot of things to talk about today. Um, me talking to you, of course. One thing I thought I would do is actually start with a card. So if you want to think about a question or a situation that you have going on in your life right now, that you want a little bit of guidance, a little bit of encouragement on. And actually, while we're talking, I don't know if this has happened, but I've been, I just realized I'm wearing earrings, so I'm going to also take them out. So if you've noticed a clicking up till now, hopefully not, but I will actually eliminate the problem right now. So you think of your question. I'm going to take out my other earring one second. Okay, cool. And I'm going to go ahead and choose the card. And this is a card from the Queen of the Moon Oracle by Stacey DeMarco. And I'm particularly drawn to this deck because of the artwork. And uh, I find that the artwork is just absolutely extraordinarily beautiful. And the artist, it's actually not on the front cover, is by Kinga Brischke. And um, yeah, her artwork is absolutely incredibly beautiful and amazing. And I would really highly recommend that you check out this particular deck. Okay. So the card that we got is change and it's the thunder moon card. And as we can see here, there's a number 35 in this card. Three plus five is an eight, which is interesting because we're moving into an eight year 2024, which is an eight. Eight is all about abundance. It's all about power. It's all about intention. What you put out comes back to you full circle. Um, it's the infinity sign, of course. Um, whenever I get an eight, it's all about abundance. And it's like everything that you've been working towards is really coming to a head, coming to fruition. It's almost like a summer if you had to choose a season for that. Now, when we're looking at this card, it's really interesting. There are a lot of birds, a lot of seagulls everywhere. There's lightning, which shows that there's some kind of an electrical storm that's sort of happening. So electrical, uh, lightning, that could be a lot of like... Um, I, for some reason, I really want to talk about new ideas here, but I also want to talk about a lot of energy kind of being put into a situation. You know, when you have like that electricity, it's almost a shock that's been put into a situation. So there's a lot of effort. There's a lot of emphasis. There's a lot of action behind this. We see this woman, she's naked as well. So that's showing vulnerability. She's pushing off of a I don't think it looks like the moon, but it could be a moon, but it's like a planet and she's pushing off of it and her dress is kind of coming off behind her and it's this dress which is pink, but it also has rad uh, gradients of red in it. So whenever we see that, whenever red is, red is all about the root chakra, it's about being where you are. Pink is a lot about unconditional love. It's a lot about self-love. It's a lot about um, opening up and heart-centered stuff. So, and the word on here is change. So this is really a lot about looking at your life right now, looking at the situation that you brought to mind when I pulled the card and understanding that there is a change that's coming. When we see the birds here, we see that there's an objective point of view that needs to be taken. Whenever we see birds, that for me is all about, can you step back and look at the situation objectively? Um, there's a lot of effort and a lot of emphasis and action, as I say, 
saying earlier, put behind this particular change that's coming. So it may be a change that you've really asked for that you're getting ready for and gearing up for. And I feel like it's really appropriate this card actually for today because I'm going to be talking about the concept of timing is everything in a little bit. And this is really relevant for that. So stay tuned for that. Okay, cool. Uh, what's been going on up here. So I'm recording this episode on December 22nd, 2023. And if you're interested, I would like you to or go ahead and Google Cyclone Jasper, and then you can look up far North Queensland, um, Australia, and you'll be able to see the craziness that has gone on here. Basically, because I'm not an expert in weather and uh, we've got other things to cover off today and you can Google this if you're interested in learning more. Basically, the region got 500 millimeters of rainfall in about 24 hours. So it was absolutely crazy. And some areas actually got 800 millimeters of rainfall. So it was unbelievable. Over 44,000 people that didn't have power at a certain point. It was crazy. Uh, in our region where, where I live, because I live on a farm, we had no power for three days. And then we had to go into a local city here for an event. Um, this is still when we didn't have power, but we had already, you know, this is already planned. And so we were able to leave our property, even though at a period of time we weren't able to leave our property because there was a huge power line down in the middle of the road. There were trees that had fallen over. <laughs> it was... It was very intense and constant rain. I did not see the sun for a week. Anyway, so we ended up going to a local town and then we were going to come back the following day and we couldn't because none of the roads to our area were open. One of the highways to our area, um, a huge section of it, the road had split into two. Uh, we weren't, we, you know, we're trying to like find a hotel in the area to stay at, you know, it was kind of stressed. I'm going to admit to you, I was a bit stressed because our dog was at a dog sitter and then I was having to impose on them and I didn't feel like I'd given them enough food for extra days, you know? So it was a really interesting experience. And I will say that, you know, we had to throw out food. Our driveway was washed away. Um, obviously tons and tons of cleaning to make sure that the mold doesn't get out of control or like you know, even has a chance. So I was doing a lot of cleaning, things like that. But, you know, very grateful, very blessed for our situation because not everybody had that. Some people had, you know, full-on floods in their homes, lost their homes. Um, there are people who had roads completely washed away in the areas where they live and they're stranded there. Um, there are areas north, further north than us that uh, basically the access points are cut off and they're having to bring supplies in by boat now uh, until it gets all sorted so it's a was a major major thing and um, I wanted to share I guess a couple of things from that experience um, first of all you don't really know how you're going to be in a situation like that until it happens to you and we as I said we're very lucky in this situation but it was a weird feeling not being able to get home having no access to our place like being able to drive in and also my dog is like my child because I don't have any kids and so not being able to get to him really upset me 
uh, I felt that I was kind of like under this shadow a little bit and I knew he was safe. The pet sitter, you know, took, was taking amazing care of him. He was fine. But I think in my head, I was telling myself that I couldn't really relax properly until I had him because I didn't know when I was going to be able to get back. So we ended up, um, that whole day, this is, I'm talking, I'm kind of going back and forth in terms of timelines, but, um, the day before, like when we wanted to come back, we had to spend that whole day in town and we had to spend the whole night and we had to spend the next day. We're waiting, literally waiting for the, for one of the roads to open. And the road that did open, thankfully was the one we had waited at and chose. And so we waited in line in our car uh, for, I think it was, we were there at 7.30 in the morning. Then we went to another road to see if that one was opening. We went back to that one around 10 and we ended up driving up. They had cleared the road around 4.30. So it was a really big day. And there was a local pub in the area where we were. Now they didn't have FPOS, they didn't have power. And so what I wanted to talk about just briefly here was the importance of cash. Because we had cash on us, we were able to get, in Australia, they say get a feed. We were able to get lunch. We were able to um, buy water, things like that. I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of places, we could have easily driven, you know, 25 minutes and found water and been able to use our card. But I'm just saying for convenience sake in that particular spot, because of all of the power issues and all of the, the issues that were going on, they were accepting only cash. Uh, we also, when when we were stuck at our house, and I don't say stuck in the way that we were stuck at that time, but when we were you know at home with the power out for three days, we drove into town on the second day. So our power went out for us on 2, 30, 2 o'clock, 2.30 on the 13th. And um, it went out and then... The next morning, we got up super early because we're already early morning people and we drove into town. That was luckily before, that was when one of the power lines had fallen, but had already been, or a big, sorry, that was a power line that had fallen that time. That was a tree that someone had cut up and we were able to get by. Uh, we went into town and then the area that we went, we were trying to get ice, right? So we're getting ice and they only took cash as well. And we had cash. So I guess I just wanted to talk about the importance of having cash sometimes. And, um, I just personally thought it was an interesting point. Maybe it's not, I don't know. Let me know. Did you relate to that at all? <laughs> uh, okay. So when we had no power, we uh, have water tanks at our place. So that means that when we have no power, we have a gravity fed water tank. Now, what that means is that we can go outside and we can get water from it, but it doesn't go through the filter, nor does it go through our plumbing or anything. And we don't have a generator. So we weren't able to flush our toilets without getting water from outside and filling them up. We weren't able to uh, have any water coming through our taps. We had no water in that way. We were able, as I said, to get water via the gravity-fed water tank. We could have boiled it. We had, when we went into town that time and got ice, we ended up buying some water as well to have for coffee and things like that. But one of the things I had set up was like a little system outside where I had big pots outside, which kept getting filled. So if you just imagine a big spaghetti pot, when the water was, when the rain was really coming down, 
I would think that whole spaghetti pot could have been filled up in maybe 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. That's how hard it was at times. And like I was talking about, we didn't see the sun for a whole week. So it was a lot about this consistency that was really struggling. And then also the intensity of, you know, some of those periods where you just went, holy crow, you could literally just stick your cup out, you know, in the water and it would be filled. Um, Not that we did that, but Anyway, where am I going with this? Yeah, so I'm talking about the fact that we didn't have any, you know, plumbing or any of our water working. So we had to shower in the rain. And so what we would do is we would fill up buckets with the rainwater and um, which we have water tanks anyway, but they go through a filter. But anyway, fill them up with rainwater and then we would stand outside and actually have to shower in the rain. And it was the most refreshing shower ever because they were cold and it really did take your breath away you know you're showering and normally we shower in in the heat and it's like awesome this was a cold shower this was get in get out kind of thing and it was the most invigorating experience ever because it just gave so much energy you know you have this cold shower and then when you're done you kind of feel so you can take on the world and i know that endorphins are released when you have cold showers and cold ice baths and it was a whole thing and all that kind of stuff i never really understood it and so since then i've been ending my hot showers with a stint of cold and i'm a little bit <laughs> i'm still working up to it so anywhere between five and ten 15 today I think I probably did 15 seconds on cold at the end and I also turned it up a little bit colder than I usually have it so I'm pushing myself but it is the most invigorating thing ever and I really highly recommend you try it out if you don't already do this because I don't know if I'll ever go back it is the most it's difficult here I guess to end on a cold shower when it's really cold outside which sometimes happens but um, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it but the the way that you feel after having a cold shower is just electric and ex- you're ready for the day. You're like, oh, I can do anything. And that's really awesome. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you as well about being where you are and honoring that. And I've had, you know, discussions about cycles and, and working with the seasons and stuff like that on the show before. And um, I kind of go through ebbs and flows of sort of understanding that. But it's always in the back of my mind, not understanding that leveraging off of that utilizing that but it's always in the back of my mind and um sorry if you heard me yawn there it's because it's uh i'm recording this at around quarter to 11 a.m and i was out in the yard today shoveling some um gravel because our driveway's washed away and it's all over our lawn so uh yes i was feeling a little bit of fatigue just then <laughs> okay so with the seasons, one of the things that I think is very cool is that when we can learn to honor our own seasons, not necessarily the seasons of where we live, because I'm Canadian, I live in Australia, but I'm Canadian, I really relate to the seasons of North North America. So I really noticed that I feel fatigued in November, December, more so than other times. Now, this is something that I'm still kind of learning and it may be shifting for me. I mean, I've been here over 10 years, but I still do feel the tendency to want to hibernate in December and also maybe in January, we'll see what happens. And I think sometimes that can be confusing because I'm actually in the summer here, right? And the summer is when everything comes to to fruition it's kind of like 
all the things that you've been working towards are are bursting at the seams and ready for harvest and all that kind of stuff. It's all happening. Everything's growing and thriving. Uh, but I always, I don't always feel like that in December. And when the power was off, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, and my girlfriend's like, are you reading so many books? And I, <laughs> and I, I did read some, that's for sure. Uh, we had no power, right? So I basically didn't have a phone. We also had our cell service was really hit and miss. Sometimes we would get it, sometimes no. Sometimes it would just take ages for things to load. We had to uh, charge our phones in the car, you know, things like that. First world problems, I realized, but I'm just explaining what happened. And so uh, it was also dark. It was dark in my house. My house is not a super dark house. We have um, pretty big windows in every room, but there was no sun. So because there was no sun, it was just sucked in gray rain. It was dark and it really just made me want to sleep a lot. So I slept a lot. Like I would say from the day the power outages started for three to four days, I just slept a lot because I was honoring where he was. And I knew that on some level, I was thinking to myself, I have this whole stack of books I've been dying to read. I'm always in into a variety of books. So I'm, you know, always have books on the go. And I thought this is my opportunity, but I just couldn't get there. I, I didn't have the, whether it was a mental capacity, whether it was just feeling drained. Sometimes I feel that I I really feel the way the earth feels wherever I am. So the earth here was just clearing and cleansing and moving stuff on. You know, when you have that kind of rain and you have that kind of devastation and flooding and flash floods and all this sort of stuff happening, that is a real purge going on environment, like for the environment, right? You have all of these creek set of us all of a sudden come alive that weren't alive before you have these rivers that are thriving and moving with such power and ferocity uh, and there was this huge cleansing and shedding and maybe on some level that's what I was going through because I often think that when people are in a winter when they're going through difficult times when they're you know, maybe grieving or going through a loss or devastation or something like that, that there's this opportunity for them to go within and to sit with that, feel how they feel and hibernate and kind of get their stores back up, you know, sort of re re-energize. And if we're doing all the time, we just can't do that. So I want to encourage you to be where you are. I really want to encourage you to take note of how you feel and not worry about the people beside you and not worry about the, the way that you think it should be happening for you or whatnot. It's about honoring where you are. And if you need to sleep or you need to, you know, do whatever it is you need to do to, to honor that and give yourself that permission. I think sometimes I feel guilty if I honor that because I have 25,000 things I want to do, Right. Like I want to do yoga and I want to do that. And I'm working on these oregano oils over here. And I've got this book I want to read. And I've got content I want to make. And I've got all this all this sort of stuff that I want to get at and do. Uh, but it's important that we do learn to marry that with our opportunities to rest, rejuvenate, go within. And that's where new ideas and inspiration and new energy just come from as well, by the way. So 
I don't know if this is a good segue or not, but we'll rock with it because I'm just going in the list. I just wrote a list. I'm just going through the list. I'm having a coffee and it's in my Wicked Witch mug, which I love. It's my favorite mug. And I add a little bit of coconut oil in there today. And um, I do use this special coconut oil. I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's you put it in your drinks, in your coffee and stuff like that. And um, yeah, sorry, I can give you more information on that next time if you want. It's escaping me. It's like a, I want to say it's like M3 or something like that. I don't know. Feel free to DM me if you want to know more on that. Okay, so uh, where are we here? Lessons from the physio, right? Okay, so so I don't know how long you've been listening to my show or you know if we're just meeting each other for the first time, but one of the things about me is I'm an Aries. I am the the first child in my family and the eldest and I am not very patient. So I tend to run before I walk. I tend to, this is a real Aries trait. I tend to uh, dive into things really fast instead of working it through because I feel like I'm so in alignment with my who I am and that when something to go for me, I just go for it. My personality is such that I like to hurry up and get things done quickly, which is why I'm good at time management, right? Because I always look for what's the fastest way I can do this without diluting the outcome. How can I get this done as fast as possible, still at a high quality, but without fiddling around? So that's why I, you know, I like to teach other people how to do that because I'm aware that when you have extra time in your life, you get your life back. So one of the challenges with being like that though, especially physically and as you get older and I'm getting into my 41st year in 2024, is that sometimes I overdo it. So you know when, when you go to the gym, or I don't go to the gym, but you know when you like get on a fitness regime and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to get fit, I'm gonna do it, and you go ahead and you just start doing everything, right, all the things, you're like, instead of doing three reps, I'm going to do five reps. <laughs> instead of doing 15 kilo weights, I'm going to do, you know, 30 or 40 or whatever. I mean, that'd be amazing if you could do that. Uh, so I think you get my point here. So my partner and I, we went away on a little mini vacation and there was a pool at the, um, at the hotel. And so he was at the gym and I went up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to you know, I'm going to swim in this pool because I used to be a really good swimmer and I haven't swam in a while because I don't have a pool anymore. So I go in and I start doing the breaststrokes and when I get my hair wet. So I'm doing that, doing that and, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I am so fit. <laughs> I'm so fit. That reminds me of this other story I'll tell you if I remember. Um, I wasn't thinking I'm so fit, but I was just thinking I can do this. I used to be able to do this and I can do it now again. So I just did lots of laps. Like I, I did 40, I did 20 laps. So 21, um, 40 times, but you know, 20 complete laps. And so, and I felt good after that. But then the next day I had this crazy pain in my back. So I've pinched a nerve or something, which has lasted for a month, by the way. And it, to the point where for quite up till recently, I haven't been able to sneeze because my back spasms and I can't sneeze. So I have this in the back of my mind. 
Anyway, I'm going to the physio and it's for unrelated to the back thing. It's a knee thing, but I'm just bringing up the back thing because I just thought you might relate to that story. But the physio is basically telling me that, you know, I'm working at strengthening my knees and healing at my knees. And, you know, he's like, you need to go slow. You, you have to pace yourself, right? We're playing the long game here. We're not trying to hurry up and win something. We're trying to create a successful strategy so that you have strong knees so that you can get back into riding doing the things you want to do and so I have a hill nearby that I take George on every day and I go okay oh I hear what you're saying so instead of me man instead of me doing the hill once a day I could do it one and a half times where I was going to go two times soon, but now I'll just go one and a half times. And the physio said to me, um, no, you can keep, just keep going once, doing the hill once a day instead of one and a half times or two times for now, because you're doing all these other things that you want to do as well, which is includes yoga and some strength training and things like that. And, um, I'm bringing up this story because if you can relate to it at all, I feel like it's really apropos of anything in life it's about you know when we have goals that we want to achieve we want to be there already when we have business dreams that we want to achieve we want to be there already right when we have uh, fitness goals we want to be there already and so we tend to sometimes and maybe you can relate to this we tend to sometimes throw ourselves into it without remembering that it's actually about building systems and strategies and doing things in, a, in an intelligent way and in a way that's sort of allowing ourselves to pace for success versus burning ourselves out. So for example, like with the breaststroke thing, I haven't swam since. I mean, I don't have a pool here, but there's probably opportunities for me to find a pool if I really wanted one that we live near a lake. But um, that kind of created a problem for me where even if I wanted to go swimming, you know, it might be more difficult for me because I have an injury now that I now need to work through and then I can go ahead and I can move forward. So it's just about understanding in your life whether or not you're making fast decisions or or acting quickly when you could actually maybe pace yourself and do a really good job. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you because I just wanted to let you know that we all do that. We all rush, we all hurry up, we all try to get to the finish line before we're ready but when we can remember to kind of reel it in when we can remember that wait a minute we're actually wanting to create success here we're wanting to create a system where we can have a continued success versus just maybe a really quick fix or whether or not we want something to happen like right now understanding that sometimes things take time and this leads me to the next part of my question or my rant or my it's not really a rant is it maybe my reflections yeah my reflections so I've been listening to a lot of Gabby Bernstein and I love her podcast which is called Dear Gabby and I listen to it often and I binge her stuff I don't listen every week but I probably maybe like you maybe you do that to the show I don't know but I will listen to like 10 episodes and then I'll give it a break and then I'll go back and listen 10 and yeah, I just find her just so wise. She's got so much good wisdom there. But um, one of the things that she was talking about, which I thought was really cool, is she's talking about how she was wanting to manifest in being interviewed by Oprah and how it was taking her all this time to manifest that goal. And then I think she's sure talk, I'm paraphrasing here, but she kind of just like released it. She knew that was what she wanted, but she kind of released 
the focus of it. And then around five years later, it happened. And she was just talking about reflecting on the fact that if she had had that success, let's say that opportunity earlier, she wouldn't have been ready for it. Like her website might not have been ready to handle the traffic. She might not have had enough books that were ready from the publisher to be able to sell. Uh, There were all of these other things that weren't in place for that kind of success. And so going back to the whole like being steady and not rushing and hurting ourselves or rushing and making, you know, decisions that kind of like prolong our success or make us have to fix things and redo stuff. It's about remembering that, you know, we will get to where we're meant to be when we're meant to be there. And I feel like in a way I'm giving myself this own, my own pep talk because it can be emotional sometimes when you are putting your blood, sweat, and your tears into projects or into endeavors or into books or into podcasts or art projects or whatever. And I know, you know, you listening at home, you may really relate to a lot of this because I know a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs and a lot of them are spiritual entrepreneurs and they're out there and they're giving and they're giving and they're hustling and they're giving and they're giving and they're giving and they're giving. And sometimes it can feel draining and it can feel exhausting and it can feel like, well, when do I get to take my foot off the gas here? Or when do I start to see the culmination of all my efforts pay off? And I just wanted to remind you and myself that, you know, we're in it for the long game, right? We're in it for the long haul. And I think that, you know, as success continues to grow for us, yes, you and me, that we start to realize, oh, wait a minute, if I had had this earlier, I wouldn't have been ready, right? If I, like, for example, I um, was selling something on my website once and uh, the, I had the, a setting wrong. Instead of selling in, in, uh, in USD, I was selling in AUD. And so that conversion was off. And so if I had sold, let's say, a whole bunch of that particular product at that time, I would have lost out on lots of money. Whereas when I didn't sell a lot of product, I saw quickly what was happening and was able to adjust that. So it kind of like allowed me to avoid a bigger mishap. So I can see that, you know, when things aren't working the way that I expect them to, that there may be something that needs fine tuning in the background, or there may be something that needs to be adjusted to make it better and get it a little bit more, um, up to scratch, I guess. So, and maybe you can relate to that look for yourself in your own life, like, Maybe you can't relate to having, you know, a product on your site that's like the wrong, in the wrong currency, but maybe you can look at your life and go, oh, wait a minute. I can see now that these are the tweaks that I needed to make to create an even better program or to create an even better system or to create an even better picture or a better book or find a better editor or get a better cover, whatever the case may be, right? So it's about honoring the journey honoring where we are, taking it day by day by day. And also it's about learning as we go and knowing that when you are in alignment and when I say in alignment and um, Heather and I had a really cool conversation about this in our episode all about hypnotherapy and all that kind of stuff. But we talked a lot about this and I loved how, you know, she was like, yeah, but if you're not in alignment, you're still learning. And I fully and, and utterly agree with that. When you are not in alignment, you're learning. You learn about what you don't want. You know what you do want. But when you're in alignment and you're flowing and you know that what you're doing, you're meant to do, 
Like when I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you and I'm sharing my podcast with you and I'm sharing my thoughts with you, I am so in it. I am so clear that this is part of my future self, that this is part of where I am meant to be and what I'm meant to do in the world is to have this platform, is to have you um, maybe learn something or get inspired or just feel supported in some way. That is really you know, it's so in alignment with who I am and where I want to go that I just know that I got to stick with it. Got to, got to keep pursuing, keep pursuing. And if you feel like that about something in your life too, I'm just using the podcast because it's an easy example we can relate to because we're, we're both listening to it right now or I'm sharing it, you're listening to it. When we can understand that, it gives us the, I think the courage, the confidence the motivation to keep going, but it also reminds us, wait a minute. If I were to get right now, let's say 20,000 customers right now, am I ready? Do I have a team that can like funnel any FAQs? Uh, Can my server manage it? Uh, Are all of the things that I needed to get ready to service those amount of people, are they in place? Right? So start to look at that, you know, do I, do I have the systems in place? Do I have the, the process in place to create the kind of success that I want? And you may be thinking to yourself, well, no, because I don't have the opportunity right now to like maybe hire someone to help me or, and that's fine. And I fully understand that. And I, I pretty much run my whole business on my own at the moment too. So I get that. But if we go, okay. Well, would I know what I would need to do? Like, do I have a bit of a idea if this were to happen, what my next step would be? Do I have some people in my corner I could call on for support? Do I have an idea of what that success would look like? Am I ready to handle it? And if you're not ready to handle it right now, that's totally fine. But how could you get ready to handle it? Maybe write yourself a little bit of a list like, okay, so if I sold 20,000 of these paintings, if I had all of a sudden, if I was booked up for three months, what would I do? If I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, If people bought, 20,000 people bought my course, what would that look like? You know, and then we can start to go, okay, I am ready now for the next stage, this or something better. So I really wanted to, to talk about that because I really feel that sometimes when we go, why aren't things working the way that I want them to? Why is my business still maybe a hobby or why am I not getting the traction that I want? Or, you know, why aren't people buying prints of my, my pictures or why aren't they signing up for my webinars or whatever the the case may be? It's like, okay, but have you done kind of the homework to ascertain maybe where there's a breakdown that needs to be fixed um, like a currency thing or is there something that needs to be adjusted in the copy like have you gone through it is there a typo have you had somebody else to go through it uh, are there things that you can do to ensure the process from the user to a customer or the customer journey for example is like clear and really laid out and ready because if there are these things that aren't working well yet it may be that there are just a couple of tweaks that need to be done for those floodgates. No pun intended, bringing us back to the cyclone thing. But 
for those um, opportunities to really start to show up for us. And 2024 is a really big time for us to do that. It's a really big opportunity for us because it's an eight year. So eight, you know, going off even the top of this conversation, which is like full circle here is really allowing us to kind of go, okay, well, what is it that I want? I need to be more intentional. I need to tell the universe, Hey, these are the things that I want and up to you, but I always throw in a, this or something better. And then it's a lot about remembering to remove those, those kind of the tethers of expectations around it. Like the, you know, set your goals, have them clear, focus on them. I like the idea of having my goals and then looking and focusing on them every day. And so what I'm doing for 2024, for example, is I'm going to write out my goals and I'm going to put them on my wall in front of me and look at them every day because I need to be really crystal clear every day that that's what I want. Because when I know what I want, I know I'm going to get it. And I also know that I'm going to get it at the correct time. And if things aren't showing up for me in whatever way I expect, you know, if my goals aren't being achieved in whatever way that I expect them to be achieved, it's because I need to be more patient, possibly. I need to keep showing up every day. I need to trust in the divine timing. I need to understand that maybe I need to look at my systems. Is my currency right, for example? Am I ready to talk to Oprah and am am I ready for what that deal that is going to be? So that's just a little bit of an example. So I wanted to share all of that with you today. I also wanted to kind of end on this one thing. I wanted to end with the idea that we are all figuring it out. All of us. And I fully, truly believe that if we had it all figured out, that we would not be here. Or maybe we'd be like some kind of guru or, I don't know, ascended master in human form. I don't know. But I I think... if we were to ever get to that stage, we would be out of here. Maybe we would act as a guide to help other people. And so we need to give ourselves that compassion and the grace to figure that all of this out. We need to be patient with ourselves. I remember I was listening to the Life Coach School um, podcast with Brooke Castillo, Castillo, and she's great too. I really enjoy listening to um, her podcast because I find that they're really action-oriented. They're really reflective about things that are going on in her life and I find that I can relate to some of her stuff and yeah she just um I really just like her approach but I remember I was listening to this podcast and she was talking about basically not being perfect and how sometimes she's messed up relationships or she's messed up situations I'm paraphrasing here of course and she's learned from the experience and I think that when she said that it made me feel better because when we sometimes look at people who are aspirational or we look at people who we think have all their shit figured out and have, you know, these opportunities in front of them and we're like, oh, they must be, they must have done so much work, you know, so much shadow work, inner child development, right? They must be really in line with their manifesting. They must talk to their guides every day and be really clear on what's happening. I think sometimes we can run the risk and maybe wanting to compare ourselves to them but we also forget that they're not perfect and that they're figuring it out too they might be figuring it out on a different scale but they're also just figuring it out and I had someone say to me a little while ago because I was just explaining how you know sometimes I I have anxiety and 
these are things that I'm, I'm working through and I've talked to you about it before, but you know, their comment to me was, oh, well, a kind of like insinuating that they thought that I had, I definitely don't want to say perfect. That's really not, the, I just, I'm trying to think about the right word. I think there was like this sort of idea that I wasn't continuing to work through stuff, which I am every day. And some days it's like not a problem and it's easy. And other days it can be, you know, challenging as you would know with life, right? Sometimes things happen and we go, oh God, um, I've shared it on another podcast, but in case you didn't hear it, you know, there's that fabulous meme. I really got to put this out on my socials because it's just so good. And it says, yikes. And it's like, yikes. Oh, well, there's always tomorrow. And I love that. I love the lightheartedness of that. I love the giving ourselves compassion and grace within that thought. You know, yikes. And it's like, yeah, yikes. But learn the lesson. Move on. And so I just wanted to, I don't know if you needed to hear that you're not alone. And that we're all figuring it out. And that no one is perfect. And that life is a journey and it's about going step by step and being here in the now and just taking it day by day. And, you know, one of my friends, um, you know, she was just like going through some stuff and she just said to me, I'm just taking it day by day. And I just thought you are so cool and smart and wise. And that is the most perfect way to handle any situation, to handle situations of, of tragedy, of, of um, challenge, of anything, you know, day-to-day business stuff, just take it day by day. Maybe have some goals for the future, maybe some intentions, be clear on where you're headed, and then take it day by day. And so I wanted to encourage you to do that as well. So I want to thank you so much for being here. If you've listened up till now, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It means I'm not talking to myself, although I don't mind doing that either to work things out. Sometimes it's very helpful. I want to let you know that um, the podcast is a blessing and a privilege to be able to, to bring and to share with you and that the reviews that you leave and the, you know, you taking the time to share it with other people means the world to me. And if you haven't already left an honest review, can you please do that? That would just be really great to help me to continue to get found because 2024 is the year of expansion. Here we go. I'm ready. Show me something. Show me this or something better. Think universe. (laughs) And uh, I want to thank you a lot for, for being here and joining me on the journey. And so if there's ever any guests you want me to get on the show, if you ever have, you know, maybe subjects or themes you want me to discuss I would love to hear from you. Please do email me anytime, lauren at laurengraceinspirations.com, all my contacts in the show notes. Find me over on the socials. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Um, That's a good way to find me. DM me over there. But I'm showing up now and again on TikTok as well. I'm working on that and uh, also on Facebook. So I just want to thank you again for being here. I want you to remember that there's nothing wrong with you, nothing that needs fixing. And um, yeah, we're all just these fantastic souls living this human experience. And when we can remember that and give ourselves compassion for just being where we are, I think life can get a whole lot more fun. So thank you. Much love to you. And I will see you again in 2024. Woo! 
Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.